It is a summer celebration here on Texans All Access on this Tuesday night edition. Welcome in, everybody. I am your host, John Harris, football analyst and sideline reporter. Throughout this week, we are celebrating many of the great segments we have done with players, interviews with them, staff, some great segments that we did. Tonight, it is going to be about our ultimate 11 offense and defense all-time NFL players of players that played at Texas schools. Now, Drew Doherty and I did this in the lab podcast and we thought you know what let's let's do this for texans all access as well so drew and i are in the lab podcast you can check it out on itunes stitcher and tune in anywhere where you get your podcast you can pick up in the lab and we're obviously taking a hiatus this week as everybody is away from the building there's a lot of construction going on they got the power to the building all turned turned off as well so we decided to do this best of summer celebration, if you will, for Texans All Access. Now, Drew and I did this back in, I think it was late February, early March, and we talked about the, we, we, we were thinking about in the lab, what are the things we can do, and we had a, a either, a, I think it was a tweeter, had sent us a suggestion, hey, what if you guys picked an ultimate 11 of NFL, your ultimate 11 NFL offense and defense of players that went to Texas schools? We thought it was brilliant. But I was absolutely just flat out brilliant. Let's let's do that. So let's get our offense done right here. Drew has the first pick. My first pick. Oh, you get to go first. Yeah, because you picked oh, first last week. Did. All right, go ahead. My first pick from Southern Methodist University in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Vince Lombardi said he's the greatest player I've ever coached. It's actually a right tackle, not a left tackle, but I'm choosing Forrest Gregg. Oh, man. You go ahead and do it to me. I lived my first 11 years of my life in Wisconsin. Yep. I grew up learning all about the 60 Packers. So I, I that's a, that was it's very high up on my board. Yep. I, I'm going to build my team the same way. But he's not a Hall of Famer. Okay. I'm not totally sure why not. Okay. But he was one of the best left tackles in the game. He went to seven Pro Bowls. From Texas A&M, I'm going to take Richmond Webb, and he will play left tackle for me. That stings. He was um, he was third overall on my uh, draft board, entire draft board. That's pretty good. So good I, I so we so we both choosing to build with our lines right off the bat, which I I sort of like that. My right side is pretty good there with Horse Greg. I want to make sure my left side is pretty good too. So I'm going to go with. Gene Upshaw, Hall of Famer mm. for the uh, Oakland Raiders. Okay. And he played at Texas A&I. Texas A&I, interestingly That's, that's enough, three players now. Yeah, has has had quite a history there. Yeah, you very, know, you very got well done. John Randall, he was great. I mean, but Gene Upshaw is going to play left guard for me. Okay. Seeing that, kind of looking at my board and seeing the way things have we, – we've gone offensive line – and you've gone Forrest Gregg, and you've gone Gene, Gene Upshaw. So you, you're two Hall of Famers. Yeah, that's that's pretty salty. Now Richmond Webb should be he Hall of Famer. I'm, I'm, I'm with not, you. I'm not totally sure why he's not at that point, but I'm gonna take a guy that in the '90s was as good a guard as there was in the league. He played at North Texas. Good choice. Brian Waters. Brian Waters, Kansas City Chief. Good left guard. So there you go. Good player. We are going at this in a very Chris Ballard-like style. This mm-hmm. is Chris Ballard-esque. I mean, going after, of course, Chris Ballard from Texas City. So he'd be very proud of us. But we are going to solidify our lines. And so you go Forrest Gregg, Gene Upshaw, I go Richmond Webb, and Brian Waters. Yeah. Well done. All right. 
your pick. And now, we don't have to go offensive line first. It's just how we, we chose to go that way uh, to start. I'm going to do it because I don't want – I can see – we're already going to get hammered because of this. Uh, my toes, Richmond, Webb over Earl Campbell. There's a lot of people out there that yeah. are going to be saying that. But it's all about – and this is what – Building. This is what I think people that won't listen to the podcast will go. They'll they'll maybe think that the whole point is all about pr- not so much priority, but you have a glut of running backs. You can close your eyes, and Stevie Wonder can pick one of these running backs. Yeah, he can pick any of these guys. Yeah. So from that standpoint, the running backs for me will be. I I will wait it out as long as I as I as humanly possible before I take a running back in this thing. I will not because I love Earl Campbell and I love the Oilers and I'm going to take Earl Campbell third because you know what like the right. I think the elite offensive linemen are gone now I think the four yeah. elite offensive linemen are gone now there's good ones left but not the elite ones yeah. I think the, the, those were the four elite and they're all they're all chosen so I'm going to take a guy in Earl Campbell who do we need to really say much more not really but I wanted to take him so there we go all right um, you're going running back. I'm going to the position that we probably we said early on it's thin, yeah. so we had to get to quarterback early on, and I wanted to have the choice of quarterbacks. Uh-huh. And when you think about the quarterbacks, it's not a long list; it really isn't. It's, that's the uh, yeah. That and offensive At, line are pretty thin. Shocking, as as elite players. Yeah, it's really shocking to me. Uh-huh. And they used to ask Sammy Baugh. Sammy Ball used to ask his coaches, Sammy hit him in the eye. He used to say, which eye? Yeah. One of the most accurate quarterbacks ever, Hall of Famer, played with the Redskins, went to TCU. He was an ordinary son of a bee, but Sammy Ball is going to end up being my quarterback. And here's the other thing. Sammy Ball was in a – he was he was a an instrumental piece in moving the forward pass ahead, but he was a whale of an athlete. He had a year, I believe, where he had 11 or 12 interceptions, I Great believe. Great punter as well. Yes, punter, yeah. DB – Quarterback, I can do a lot of stuff with Sammy Ball, so I feel good about that. Good choice. He was the top quarterback on my board, and so now you can wait for quarterback. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait because I have a guy that I'm going to go with really high there. Um, I have not addressed the wide receiver position, and I'm going to go with Hall of Famer and SMU Mustang Ray Berry. He and John Unitas made sweet music. He did. The 50s and 60s for the Baltimore Colts, and I'm going to go with Ray Berry. Yes. Good coach, um, too. Yeah. Scholarly scholarly guy. Yeah. Um, I thought about going wide receiver here. Mm-hmm. I, I I did. But here's another position that was was sort of thin. Mm-hmm. was a tight end. Oh, Tight end was very. That's gossamer thin. It's the thinnest of all of these. We, yeah. we were complaining about ca- uh, quarterbacks and offensive line. Yeah, you're Tight end is the thinnest. Yeah, it, I I think it's very. In fact, I, that's the position I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna stay away from, uh, for a little bit because there are a couple of them and we're only gonna draft one of them. Let's draft both and make one a flex. Yeah. So at this point, I'm gonna take a guy from your alma mater, who I still say today is the most naturally gifted running back I have ever seen in my life, and that's Eric Dickerson. Good choice, Hall of Famer, had a 2,000 yard season. Okay. When he retired, I believe he was what second all time. I think he was Russian second all time. Yeah, and there have been a few the past. But mm-hmm. if I had if I had one ball game to win, and I needed one running back, Eric Dickerson would be one. I, it'd be three choices. It would be Barry Sanders, it would be Eric Dickerson, it would be Gail Sayers. It'd be one of those three. Okay, fair enough. Cowboys fair enough. fans can be upset about Emmitt Smith. I love Emmitt Smith, but I would take Eric Dickerson. Naturally gifted 
unbelievable player, could do a lot of different things uh, on the field. But he was asked just to run the football, so I take Eric Dickerson. You have Earl Campbell, I have Eric Dickerson, and it's your pick in the fifth round. Not losing there. You know what, I'm going to go kind of off script here. And I'm gonna th- oh, you're I'm getting gonna, away from your board? No, I'm not. I'm sticking okay. with my board. I'm going to round out my wide receiving core, and I'm going to go with a guy who's not in the Hall of Fame. I know I'm who you're going to pick, and I almost just picked him. I know I know what you're doing. I'm going to go with a guy who's not even five years into his career. I'm going with Mike Evans, Texas A&M wide receiver, Ooh. Tampa Bay Buccaneer, deep play, deep throw. Wow. That's who I'm going with. Huge upset. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Love it. That's Think about that. You got... It's fantastic. Deep with him, you got over the middle mm-hmm. on the sidelines with uh, Ray Berry. That's what I'm doing with. I think, and I think if you look at the stats he's putting up right now, good chance oh, he's in Canton. What he's he's, doing. he's on track. His numbers are extraordinary. And it's funny. I remember when Mike was coming out in a draft in the 2014 draft, and he was in there with Johnny and Jadeveon and all those guys. And I remember when I first put out my top 100, I had Mike Evans at six, and people were like, what? Nothing. I, I, really? You could have put, put him higher. I know. I had him at six. My initial six, and I got skewered. I got him in the third round. I got him in the second round. I, got him in, I was like, just watch. And then he went to the combine and ran like 4-4 four, four, at like 6-6. Six, six. Yeah. It's like, get on my train, people. Yep. Mike Evans, is a he's a dude. Absolute dude. See, I thought you were going to go – in one other direction. Yeah. And you've got your wide receivers. You could maybe use this guy as a flex. But I'm going to add a wide receiver at this point. And he coaches for the Houston Texans. Dang it. And I feel like there's a lot I can do with Mr. Wes Welker. Yeah. That's a great choice. In the slot, Sammy Ball throwing the football. I'm taking Wes Welker. Great choice. Out of Texas Tech. Now, I believe all the guys on my list thus far are Texans originally. He's from Oklahoma. Yep. But he ended up at Texas Tech, and so that fits right into our plans. So I'll take Wes Welker. I still got to get another receiver, but I feel good about Welker because I put him a lot of different places. Tommy McVay is kind of like the chief of staff, chief of football operations for Texas Tech. Yep. Long time. He was there under Leach. And when he, he, had, a, he had a buddy that knew of Welker from because mm-hmm. Tommy coached in Kansas and Oklahoma uh, coming up in high school. And he had an old buddy that was like, hey, listen, there's this kid out of Oklahoma City that can play. And if nothing else, at the very least, he can kick for you. Yeah. Tech on National Signing Day, Leach's first year. They sign. They go in thinking they've got their 25 or however many. And one guy pulled out at the last minute, so they had an open slot at the end of Signing Day. And Leach was like, well, what are we going to see who we're going to get? And McVay said, check out this kid, Welker. Yep. Leach was like, nah, I don't think he's too short. So they <laughs> had him out the next weekend because Signing Day is on a Wednesday. Yep. He visited. He signed. And even before they signed him, Leach was like, I don't know. And Tommy McVeigh famously said, if nothing else, Wes Welker can kick for us. If he nothing can else. kick for us. Wes Welker That's came amazing. to campus mm-hmm. after the first week there. Cliff Kingsbury said, that guy's the best player on the team, best player out of the class. He's ridiculous. And he never kicked a single time. At <laughs> he never kicked. Not okay, was. my sixth pick. I got to go back to the line, and I got to get better there. Um, and the pickings are kind of getting slim here. But I'm going to go with a guy who had a pretty long career in the NFL. He bounced around at some spots, but his best spot was at right guard. I'm going to go with Leonard Davis. Oh. University of Texas, Phoenix Cardinal, played for the Cowboys a little bit. I'm going to go with him, right guard, Leonard Davis. Okay. Because left tackle's been taken, right tackle's been taken. Or, excuse me, the left tackle's been taken by you. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I've got Richard Webb, Brian Waters. That's – I can play Waters on either side, so I'm going to yep. play on the left side. So I just solidified my left side. Um, 
You're, you're right. It does. <clears throat> it does get a little. It does get a little slim. Wait, do you hear some of the guys I have in mind uh, from my offensive line at that point? Um. Okay, so you just took Leonard Davis right guard. All right, not bad. Not bad. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to go back to the offensive line as well. And I'm going to take a guy that played center. But he also played linebacker too. And you could go either way. He actually made the Pro Bowl, I believe, at both positions. But mainly he made him at center. Hmm. Played for the Chiefs in the AFL. Played Texas Tech. I'm going to take E.J. Holub. Nice. My center. E.J. Holub's funny. Got a lot of good stories. So I'm taking him as my uh, center. Because the center pickings are not. It's not plentiful. No. Actually, yeah, I don't know if I love that because I, I, there's one other player I had as a center that's in the Hall of Fame, but he made it more as a linebacker than as a center. Hmm. It's interesting. That's going with a way back machine right there. But all right, E.J. Hallop is my center. I'm good. E.J. Hallop, Brian Waters, Richard Webb. I'm tough. I know I'm tough up front. I run the ball to Eric Dickerson. I think they'll pass protect well. I got two pieces. I feel good. All right, your pick. All right. I want a guy... I think this is the best flex option available. Okay. He can play running back. He can play receiver. He can also return kicks for me. And he's the first player that I really, really fell in love with watching. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Eric Metcalf. Played for the Browns for a long time. And I know I probably should go with – I'm not going to say it because you'll probably take one of them in your flex <laughs> I'm going to go with Eric Metcalf because of all he could do. I think he could have been Wes Welker before Wes Welker. Yeah. I think they could have used him a little bit better in the pros. But he's my flex. All right, you you went with a flex before taking your second running back. I'm going to go with... Oh, you're only taking one running back. Oh, that's right. You can take two running backs, but one of them would be your flex. Well, that's how I'm putting LaDainia Tomlinson yeah, as my that's, flex. That's who I decided against taking. Taking him as my flex. I kind of feel like I stumbled into that one. I forgot. I was thinking two running backs. I'm like, wow, i get my second one here. So, yeah, LT, LaDainia Tomlinson is along with Eric Dickerson. Whew, man, goodness sakes, alive. I had one other option I was thinking about for my flex, but thankfully I didn't pick him because I would have been, I, I completely forgot. Man, okay, so our running backs and our flexes are off the board. Yep. We took Earl Campbell and Eric, Eric Dickerson. Dickerson, LaDainian Tomlinson. Drew and I have just gotten started with our Ultimate 11 offense of NFL players that went to Texas universities. And you just heard the running backs we selected. Wow, we got plenty more for you, including Mr. Irrelevant in this offensive draft, a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Yeah, that was my final pick. We'll get to that next right here in Texans All Access. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to our Tuesday edition of Texas All Access Summer Celebration. Now, tonight we are celebrating NFL players that have played at Texas universities. Drew and I, Drew Doherty and I, and I am your host, John Harris, football analyst and silent reporter for your Houston Texans. Drew and I do a podcast called In the Lab. You can get that on iTunes, Stitcher, tune in, however you get your podcast, that's what that's where you can find it. We had a, someone who tweeted to us and said, hey, this would be a good idea for In the Lab. So we decided to do it. And the Ultimate 11 concept is one that I came up with a long, long time ago. I did a, I think it was 2008 I did this. And I've always been enamored with 
mixing and matching of different eras of different teams, et cetera, drafts, all those kind of things. I've always been enamored with that. When I was growing up, my friends and I, Lance Zerline, a guy that you hear here in the Houston area, we grew up together and we were always draft. We never played games like board games, stratomatic games with our normal teams. We always draft teams. And so I was always into that. And so I came up with this, this thought a long time ago of, man, what if I did this thing called Ultimate Eleven? Like came up with the 11 players of a particular team that crossed eras. And kind of the first one that made me think of this was the University of Miami. I thought, man, what would be the Ultimate Eleven of the University of Miami in the 80s? Like Vinny Testaverde or Jim Kelly at quarterback, uh, Michael Irvin at wide receiver. And I just kind of go – and so that gave me the concept. And so we've kind of built that concept into various things, and this was one of them in the lab. We came up with our ultimate 11 players of on offense for each of us that played at Texas universities. And we just ping pong back and forth the picks. And we just finished up taking all of our running backs, Earl Campbell, LaDainian Tomlinson, Eric Dickerson. Those are the core, those are the running backs that we had off the board. Uh, that's pretty amazing. So in this segment, we finish up our offensive draft, including Mr. Irrelevant, who was a, Hall of Fame wide receiver, and at one point was the most productive receiver in NFL history. That is until Charlie Joyner and Jerry Rice came around. <laughs> but that is Mr. Irrelevant in this draft that shows you how great the talent has been from Texas University. So let's kick it off with Drew finally selecting his quarterback. I'm going to quit screwing around. I'll take my quarterback. All right. I'm going with Bobby Lane. Uh, I think it comes down to at this point with – Sammy Ball off the board, that was rightly, justifiably so, the first choice. He was fourth overall on my entire draft board, but you took him. I think it comes down to, at that point, Bobby Lane and Don Meredith as your two yeah. quarterbacks. But Bobby Lane's a winner in yep. the NFL. He won at Texas. Kind of, you know, it's, It was a different game when he was playing than it is now. But I'm taking Bobby Lane, and I don't feel bad about it. I, I like no. the team I have. That's a good pick. Get the tight end. Okay. thought about the many ways I could go with this, but... University of Houston, we haven't had too much representation on this list. No, we haven't. But there's a four-time Pro Bowl tight end that played for Denver Broncos. My name is Riley Odoms. Okay. And so he's going to end up being my tight end. Really, I had two guys, and that was it. And I figured I was getting one of the other. Mm -hmm. And when I looked at it, Odoms had been in the Pro Bowl four times. I thought, man, that's a pretty in the 80s, that's a pretty healthy accomplishment. So I'm going to go with Riley Odoms as my tight end. One of John Elway's uh, targets. He was also, wait, no, going back, I think Riley Odoms goes all the way back to, uh, not, why did I say John Elway? I think Riley Odoms goes back to the Craig Morton days. Yep. I believe so. He may have been around long enough to have played with both of them, if I remember correctly. So there you go. Riley Odoms is my tight end. So we take a look. You have have your quarterback, you have your running back, you have your two wide receivers, and your flex. You need a tight end and two more linemen. Yes, and so I'm going to choose my left tackle. I'm going to go with Charlie Bradshaw. So Charlie Bradshaw from Baylor had a nice career, played a while in the NFL. I mean, think about that. Very slim. I guess I could go with Jerry Sizemore, but he was a right tackle. You know, and we're kind of staying true to form here, and we're going with left tackle. So I'm going to go with Charlie Bradshaw from Baylor. Okay, as your left tackle. Yeah. All right, so – on my list, I have quarterback, running back. I have one wide receiver. I have, uh, sorry, I have quarterback, running back. I have one wide receiver. I have one flex. I have my tight end. So I have one wide receiver I got to get, and then I got to get the right side of my line. So on the right side of my line, and I didn't look at left tackle or right tackle, but I believe he played both. From Texas Southern, 
He's eight-time Pro Bowler in the AFL. Protected Joe Namath. I'm going to get Winston Hill to protect Sammy Baugh. That was a good choice. That was a good choice. So I've got A&M, North Texas, TCU, SMU, Texas Tech, Texas Tech, TCU, Houston, and Texas Southern represented on my list. So I've got left to go. I've got a guard, and then I've got tight end. another is, wide receiver. Tight end is so tricky here. It is tricky. Um, and I don't know if these guys are really ends, like split ends or tight ends, but it's down to Billy Halton from Rice. Mm-hmm who went to four Pro Bowlers, had 61 touchdown catches. He averaged 17 yards a catch, probably more of a split end. Yeah. Dave Parks from Texas Tech was a first overall selection way back when. He did play tight end yeah. for sure. Yep. You give me Billy Houghton, or is that too much of a stretch? Split end? I mean, I was kind of hard on uh, some of your, your ideas. That's okay. You sure? Yeah, take it. All right, because I need some. I need a Rice Owl on my team, you know? Yeah, not bad. Billy Houghton. I'll give it to you. And they're growing old school. Not many people yeah, know yeah, about yeah. this guy. But yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to line him up. He'll be kind of like a full, another flex guy, sort of. Looking at my board, I really have I have two players I could go to at this point. One, he played a Howard Payne, which, if you're thinking about Howard Payne, not too many people know Howard Payne. In fact, as you look at Howard Payne, only 13 players have ever played in the NFL from Howard Payne. It's out there in the big country, right? Like San Angelo, that area? But... One of them that did played guard, and he made the Pro Bowl six times at guard. Who was that, John? He played in the 70s for the Packers and the Cardinals. He made them all for the Cardinals, and that's Ken Gray. Ken Gray, all right. He played at Howard Payne, and so that leaves me with one wide receiver, and I have my pick of the litter at wide receiver. So you do. And so I need a center. Again, somewhat somewhat slim pickings there. You got E.J. Holub, kind of the most famous of the centers. I'm going to go with a guy. I, I think I got a smart offense. I've got mm-hmm. I've got a lot of coaches on my offense, guys who would wind up becoming coaches. And I'm going to add one at center and Guy Morris. He's going to be my center. Played what 15 years in the NFL for a while. He is going to be my center from TCU. Hmm. So Guy Morris joins uh, Raymond Barry. He joins Forrest Gregg. Those guys all coach. Gene Upshaw led the players' union. So you get a lot of leadership on this team. Yeah. And my my offense is is done. My offense is finished. It is. We'll and recap that in a second. I think I know who you're going with at wide receiver. Well, I don't want for him to be Mr. Irrelevant because he certainly is not. No, no, no. But and when you can pick a Hall of Famer as Mr. Irrelevant, you're going to do it. Yep. He played at Texas Western, which turned into UTEP. And I don't know that he was really a great college player. In fact, he may not have been a great NFL player until he got an opportunity to go to the AFL and play with Joe Namath. And then he was the go-to superstar. Yep. For uh, for Joe Namath, 633 receptions in 15 seasons, 11,834 receiving yards. That would be Don Maynard closes the book on my on my team right there. This obviously was such a fun exercise, actually, for both of us. And we're going to have our defense in our following segment. But I thought a couple things stood out. Number one, for as great as this state is when it comes to high school football and college football, sort of missed the boat on quarterbacks, which is weird because there was a time when I, I remember going through this. I think it was 2012. I think it was 2012. In the league at that time, you had 
RG3 went to Baylor. You had Ryan Tannehill went to AM. You had Drew Brees who went to Purdue. You had Matt Stafford who went to Georgia. You had, I think at the time, like Johnny Manziel. At the time, you had like seven or eight starting quarterbacks from the state of Texas. And only half of them, like four of the eight, I think, went to universities outside the state of Texas. Now, obviously, you've had Hall of Famers and Sammy Baugh and Bobby Lane. Those guys are 30s, 30s and 40s and 50s. I mean, a Hall of Fame quarterback from a Texas university and since then, which is astounding to think about. Now, there have been ones from the state of Texas. Now, Drew Brees will go to the Hall of Fame. He is from the state of Texas. He just went to Purdue because nobody was wise enough in the state of Texas to end up giving him a scholarship. So he went to Purdue, became a record-setting quarterback, became a Heisman finalist, and became one of the greatest quarterbacks this league has ever seen. Matt Stafford went to Highland Park, ends up going to Georgia, doesn't go to a Texas University. So it's been interesting to see the the quarterback evolution or I, maybe the lack thereof. Like I said, state of high school, the Texas, the state of Texas high school quarterbacks have been phenomenal, but the great ones have ended up going out of state. Now we did think that RG three was going to be that next one, and after the injury, it never panned out. So, you know, we thought Johnny Manziel would be that guy, but the state of Texas just has not spit out. I mean, think of. The, the flagship universities in this state, Texas, Texas A&M, Baylor, SMU. I mean, none of these universities have spit out great quarterbacks, which I don't know what that, that says. In the last truly great teams, national championship caliber teams in the state were Texas from 05, you know, 05, 08. The one in 05 played for it in 08. Colt McCoy, Vince Young went to the league. It's never panned out. Interesting. But when it comes to running backs, <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. Eric Dickerson, Earl Campbell, Jamal Charles, LaDainian Tomlinson, Priest Holmes. This state is full of great running backs that both grew up in Texas and then played at Texas universities. <laughs> we got the market cornered on that. I don't know how many more states you're going to find that can compare running back-wise. Now, state of Florida, there are going to be a few. Emmett Smith, Edron James, there are going to be a few. I don't know that it can compare completely to what the, uh, man, Clinton Portis, Frank Gore, they all went to the University of Miami all at the same time. I still don't know that they can compare to the state of Texas running backs, but that's if there's a, if there's a discrepancy – the running backs and quarterbacks, I mean, it was amazing. And doing this exercise, obviously, we were able to find that out. All right, how about the defense? We definitely did our defense. And we'll have that for you next right here on our Summer Celebration Tuesday edition of Texans All Access. One final segment of this Tuesday edition of Texans All Access, our summer celebration week right here on Texans All Access on Texans Radio. I'm your host, John Harris, football analyst and sideline reporter 
And in the first couple of segments, I described to you what Drew Doherty and I did on our In the Lab podcast, drafting our ultimate 11 NFL offenses and defenses consisting of players that went to Texas universities and schools. How about our defense? Let's get to the defense, and I kick it off with one very angry, one mean pick. The greatest defensive lineman of all time came from the state of Texas. Yes. I think he played at North Texas. I think North Texas changed its mascot once this gentleman was done playing there. He's one of the greatest ever play. He created the slant nose in Pittsburgh. I will take Mean Joe Green. I like it. I like that. It's a good pick. I uh, I had him very high on my draft board. I, however, did not have him at the top of my draft board. Okay. I had another defensive lineman from the North Texas area on my draft board. I know who it's. I had these guys one, two. And I had him. You could maybe say this is the greatest Dallas Cowboy mm-hmm. of all time. That's why I didn't pick him. And I'm going to have defensive lineman Bob Lilly from TCU as my first pick. I got to interview Bob Lilly at his house in Sun City back in 2003, 2004 ish. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he still lives there now, but uh, great guy. Had a lot of fun uh, profiling him on Texas Legend Sports. And uh, that's who my first pick is. Okay. Okay. So those are one, two on my board. Yep. And those are the first two players that I thought of when I came up with, when we came up with this idea. Uh Uh-huh. So that leads me to this. I think the best pass rusher that does not wear a Texans uniform currently in the NFL played at Texas A&M. I'd like to create some heat off the edge. I'm going to take outside linebacker Von Miller. That's a good one. I'm going to get some help. I want somebody in the middle. Yep. I need a good linebacker. I knew this was coming because I had I had it was down to these two who I would take. I'm going with Samurai Mike from Baylor. Mike Singletary yeah, that's a is good my one. second pick. I got Mike Singletary also from Worthing. Now, what I like about all these guys thus far that we've taken, they are all from Texas. Yes. Thus far. Mm-hmm. Thus far. I don't know if it'll continue that way. But I think I know where you're going. No, actually I, I don't know that you do. I think I do. I think I don't know that you do. Uh, go ahead. You know, the Chris Ballard philosophy up in Indianapolis is one that I think a lot of people adhere to. You gotta be good you gotta be good on your offensive and defensive lines. I know where you're going. But I got Joe Green already. Yep. So I'm gonna go to the secondary. Oh, I didn't know where you're going. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. And it's a guy that's often come up on your side. Uh-huh. A lot of times you have picked this particular individual. Yep. Now he didn't play at a big school, but he played at Prairie View A and M. One of the greatest to ever be at HPCU, one of the greatest to ever play in the NFL, I'm taking Kenny Houston. Great choice. Uh He's a Texans ambassador as well, Mm -hmm. Pro Football Hall of Famer. So far, four of the five that have been chosen are Pro Football Hall of Famers. Von Miller, going to be there someday. On his way, yes. Yeah, he's on his way. See, I thought you were going to choose the guy that I'm choosing now Mm -hmm. because you said uh, not necessarily from the state of Texas. Well, Michael Strahan, I believe, was born in Germany. Uh, You're right. Grew up in Germany. You are correct. Played just down the road here at TSU. So I'm going to go with defensive lineman. Michael Strahan, defensive end, Michael Strahan. I'm going to put him there up on my line. From Texas and, Southern. Uh, Texas well Southern, done. TSU. So, there we go. That is, that's very, very well done. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. So, off the board, thus far for me. Me, Joe Green, Vaughn Miller, Miller, and Ken Kenny Houston. Houston. For you, Bob Lilly, Michael Strahan, and Mike Singletary. So, all right. So I'm just looking at my board here. Yes. Now, one thing that you did when we did our draft of of Texans uh, in history, you went after corners. Yeah. Now, when I started looking at the pass rushers, I mean, we got I think Von Miller, Michael Strahan off the board. 
Nice job. Mm-hmm. I appreciate what you did there. I feel like the state of Texas has produced some unbelievable corners. Yeah. And so I'm going back to Texas A&M for one. And they outlawed Stickham because of this guy. Yeah. He was fantastic. His nickname was the Molester, but only because that rhymed <laughs> with his first name. <laughs> That's the old – that I won't use his nickname. Oh. But Lester Hayes is one of the best okay. that ever played. Good one. In his 1981 season, I believe it was 13 interceptions. And he created a tandem with Michael Haynes when Haynes got there from New England in 1983. And they were phenomenal. So I'm going Lester Hayes, Texas A&M as one of my shutdown corners. That's a nice one. Um, I wanted – I think I I don't want to be bereft of corners. I don't want to be without corners. Mm -hmm. And I still got some defensive linemen that I want to take. But I want to block you from taking this corner that I have really high on my list. And it's – a guy from Texas A&I, mm-hmm. one of the fastest players yeah. in NFL history. He played for what? I think he played 67 years in the NFL? Uh, no, 63. 63 years. Yeah, you're off. Daryl Green. I'm going with Daryl Green. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty good. Thank you. That's pretty good. Now, um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought up Texas A&I. Mm. I didn't want to tip my hand here because, because I, going. I feel I feel very good about what I can do at defensive tackle with what I'm about to do. Okay. He's not very well known. In fact, as I was as I was doing this project, I, I used a website called drafthistory.com. Well, you'd have to look long and hard to try and find this particular individual who was too short. He was too small. He came from a very small town in Texas, and he ended up at Texas A&I because he didn't want to go too far away. He went up to Minnesota. He creates the best inside combo of three technique with this guy and me and Joe Green who could play with that slant nose. So I'm taking defensive lineman, defensive tackle in particular. I'm taking John Randall. And you just secured the greatest personality on this entire draft board yeah, well, as well. Yeah, there's that. That's good. Okay, well, I'm going to go back to the well, well uh, to the well. Excuse me. Yeah, there's that too. Um, I said I wanted to keep addressing my defensive line. I'm going to mm-hmm. stay in the 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 kind of interior part of it. Although I think he could probably play on the end a little bit. And I'm going to go with Mongo Ooh, from the University of Texas. Pick. Made his That's bones with the Bears. I'm going to go with Steve McMichael, part of the uh, mm. Monsters of the Midway, the 85 Bears. He's a good one, and that's who I want. That's there. an excellent one, as a matter of fact. Thank you. Thank you very it's much. It's really good. Now, I'm going to go back to that whole corner well just because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to be able to create with what I'm about to do. I'm going to create some shutdown corners. Okay. Now, he only played at A&M for a short amount of time because he played at Bling College okay. to begin his career. He's one of Mark Vandermeer's favorites. Yep. He was an original Texan. Yep. In fact, I think he might have been the Texans' first Pro Bowler, I believe. Sounds about – yeah, he and Gary Walker maybe. Aaron Glenn. Good job. Now, I've gone to the A&M well a lot. But when you think about defense in the state of Texas, The record crew, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really where, where you – it, it, it's a shame if you're listening as a Longhorns fan because, yeah, there are, there are a few Longhorns, but for the most part, there are some studs at A&M throughout the years. <laughs> With, without a doubt, there have been some studs. Okay. Uh, I want to stay, stay strong there at linebacker. And I'm going to go with a guy who is a borderline NFL Hall of Famer, a pro football Hall of Famer. Okay. Surefire College Football Hall of Famer, and 
until Earl Campbell came along, he was the greatest Longhorn, one of the greatest Longhorns of all time. Tommy Nobis, I'm going to put him mm-hmm. in the middle there at linebacker, pair him up with Singletary. That's who I'm going with. All right. I have Nobis on my board as well. I have a different Longhorn. In fact, I might wait to take him now because I don't imagine you're going to go with another linebacker. I don't think, but I'm not sure. So on my board right now, I've got Mean Joe Green and John Randall inside. I have an outside linebacker, Von Miller. I have Lester Hayes, Aaron Glenn at the corners. I have Kenny Houston at safety. Yep. All right? And you have Bob Lilly, a defensive tackle. You have Michael Strahan, complete tackler. And you have Mike Singletary, Tommy Nobis. You also have Daryl Green. and Steve McMichael. Steve McMichael. Boy, you really – you did what I think should be done. You went after the lines and then – Kind of mix mine up a little bit, yep. but uh, okay. I want to overwhelm the quarterback. No, I hear you. That's what I'm going at. I, I no, I I absolutely hear you. Um, no doubt about that. I mean, you got to you got to get back there. And I think with Joe Green and John Randall, I have two guys that can rush from the interior, and I got Von Miller on the outside. So I feel I feel I feel pretty good about being able to do that. So you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and take him off the board just because I'm going to feel good about this guy. He just became one of the newest Oakland Raiders, but he played a long career in Kansas City. Mm. I'm going to take DJ Derek Johnson inside. Love that guy. Uh, I love Travis Johnson, but I think uh, the Texans in 05 would have been well served yeah. to have taken Derek Johnson. That's a yep. good choice. All that guy did was force fumbles mm-hmm. his last year at Texas. He was a hell of a player there, and he's stuck around the NFL for a long time. Nice choice. Okay, like you mentioned, I've got a pretty overwhelming defensive line. And I'm going to do something for the greater good of my team. And I'm still going to make my defense, I think, a lot better. But I'm going to go to Yale. What? You can't go to Yale? Well, you can go to Yale if it's Yale Larry. Oh. Texas A&M, Aggie, and Pro Football Hall of Famer. Great defensive back. Great punter if we need to yeah, well, that's not, pull that's a, a punt. That's a good it- Damn good return, man. He made. I think he made Pro Bowl at all three. So I'm going to add him. I'm going to put him at defensive back, maybe safety-ish, that's, corner. That's pretty good. He's kind of got a little bit of honey badger in him. So I'm going to go with Yale Larry. Probably not as well-known to most football fans out there listening, but trust me, look him up. Y-A-L-E and then last name Larry with only a one R. You went deep in the recesses of I that to. one. I, mean, I No, to. no, no. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with you there. Um, now – my secondary, Lester Hayes, Aaron Glenn, Kenny Houston. I feel good about what I've got in the secondary. Mm-hmm. I feel good with Von Miller on the outside. I feel like I could use. I feel like I could use a do-it-all linebacker. Yeah, guy that could do just anything. I got one. He's highest on my board right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got one. I play Texas A&M. Oh, may, may not be the one you're thinking. No, it's of. not. No. No. But I feel like I don't know. Maybe maybe. Maybe injuries shortchanged his career a little bit. I felt like he was on the field. He was fantastic. He's the first Vietnamese-born player oh, to be drafted in the, NFL, in the NFL. And when he comes to Texans practice, I love seeing him. I can play him inside. I can play him a little bit outside. I'm going to draft that win from you from Texas A&M. Good choice. I like it. I like it. So I thought you were initially talking about another somewhat undersized linebacker who also played in the mid-1990s. But I thought you were talking about Zach Thomas Ooh, from Texas Tech wound up with the Dolphins. That's a great one. I'm going to roll with a 4-3, and mm-hmm. I'm going to put Zach Thomas in there with Singletary and with uh, Tommy Nobis 
and let them sort it out. I think that's a pretty good linebacking core there. Yeah, you got it. That, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That, that's a very good one. That Zach Thomas pull was was, was exceptional. I mean, he, man, he was sideline to sideline. God, he was unbelievable to watch. Just Pick a guy at his size. The won the game back then. A guy at his size being able to do what he was able to do, and ironically, he comes from Texas Tech, where there there haven't been. I mean, we haven't seen too many great defensive players come out of Texas Tech over the last how many ever years. Mm-hmm. But him coming out of there, he was he something was, else. He was something else. All right, so looking at mine, I'm I'm pretty good up front. But you know what? There's a guy, and I thought you would have taken him. I, re- I really, I really thought this was a fait accompli. Really? No, you know what? I think there's safety. Okay. I think one of the best, and I think he's on his way to the Hall of Fame. Right now, plays in Seattle. Picked off Deshaun last year. Had a pick six. He's been one of the great players in the NFL. I'm going to take it safety. Put it next to Kenny Houston. I will take Earl Thomas. That's a good choice. West Orange Stark. That's a really good choice. I like it. Mm. Right now, highest on my board, I have a nose tackle that I'm, I'm just not going to take him because I don't need a nose tackle, really. I'm running a 4-3. I mean, he could play inside, could play defense tackle. I, just, I don't, I don't want to do that. This is tough, John. I know. All right. Now we're getting out of it, and I'm going to put a defensive end, big defensive end. I, I guess I'll go with Tony Brackens. Good, solid. Jaguar. Jaguar. University of Texas Longhorn. Yeah. yeah. He destroyed, absolutely destroyed somebody right on the sideline, right in front of a TV camera, and I think it may have been an ESPN game. And, I mean, it was an unbelievable hit. So we've got two, four, six, eight, nine. Nine guys, right? Yep. All right, so I need a corner and I need a safety. I'm kind of all over the board with what yeah, I got. I I two corners, I feel like I got to get. Safeties. You know what I'm gonna do? I feel like I need to get a little bit. I can do some stuff with Mean Joe Green. Yep. But if I really want to just stop the run, I mean, I've got Mean Joe and I got John Randall. I don't know if I should go for interior. I bet this was a dream of people at Texas A&M. What if Von Miller lined up opposite Miles Garrett? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think about I'm taking. gonna do it. Wow, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Miles Garrett. Put him at defensive end or outside linebacker, depending on yeah. what we're going to do. And hope he's healthy because if I'm bringing Miles Garrett and Von Miller, I get Randall and Green on the inside. So I'm getting I'm getting interior pressure, which I like. Sure. And so that leaves me really with just I can take best available player at that yeah. point. See, I've got to go defensive backs now. You know what? Raymond Claiborne from Texas was a damn good cornerback. He was very good with the Patriots back in the day, and he oh, yeah, kind of gets was. forgotten because of. When he played, but I'm going to go with Raymond Claiborne and get that. Yeah. That's why I think he's the best corner left on my board. Yeah, I mean, I, that, do that's that. a uh, Raymond Claiborne was an excellent, yeah, excellent football player. I mean, I think that's a that's a re- that's a really good pick. Yeah, I got it. I got to give it to you at that point. I feel like I need to take best available. Now I have gone to the Texas and Texas A&M well a lot. Yeah, I did go to Prairie View too, but I feel like I need to go there again, especially up front because there are some dudes up front in this state. I mean, there were some big time players. If we got to stop the run and we got to do it and we got to do it well, one of the best to ever do it was a true nose tackle. Yep. The University of Texas, Casey Hampton. All right. I need a defensive back because right now I have two corners in Raymond Claiborne and Daryl Green, and I have Yale Larry. I mean, he could kind of play safety corner. I guess I need to get a true safety. So should I go with SMU's Wes Hopkins, who played pretty well for the Eagles? Should I go way back in time? Take Bob Bradley, 
safety Ooh, from Texas who wound up being an all-pro for early part of the 70s. It's a good one. Should I go with Michael Griffin, another safety from yep. Texas? Just who retired with the Titans. He was pretty good, played longer than Bradley, but I don't know that he reached Bob Bradley's heights as a safety in the NFL. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to go with Bob Bradley here. I'm going to go with Bob Bradley at safety. And that'll do it. That is our summer celebration, celebrating those that have played at Texas universities and colleges. Thanks to Drew Doherty for joining me. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll see you tomorrow as our summer celebration continues on July 4th. Yes, the All-American Dude Draft. Now we'll explain about that tomorrow if you missed it. Right here, Texans All Access. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And go Texans.